This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. But it's a Chazal, one of Makaris is a Chazal that says that the Abbasal comes out, Motsi and Kippa, and says, Lechachol besimcha lachmecha kikorotza lekimes masecha. I wanted to to say a knech. Um Once a Kaddish Baruch put a teva into the Bria that Nahamadik um, Sufa, that without Zeus Apayim, there's no Lechem. A person doesn't enjoy things that he didn't work for, that doesn't feel he earned. Um, it's one of our problems most times that we're meant to eat, both uh, physically and uh, Mitzat mitzvah and so on, we don't feel that we earned it. It's Sakharish Baruch who gave us a yantiv. We didn't do all that much to earn it. And, you know, it doesn't. And b'meila, there's no, there's no simcha in it because, like all nahamidik sufa, like all things that we get unearned, we, we lack a lot of simcha. Um, Yom Kippur. Once we there's a rotzel kim secha. There's a sense that we put a lot in. We invested a lot of ourselves, and sweated it, and so on. There's a sense of accomplishment, and that's why there's a simcha nachilas lechem, because the, 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 since the maizim, we have a sense that the lerotzen, there's a simcha in it also. Um, I want to speak in general. I, I guess one of the frustrations in yeshiva setting is many elements of Yiddishkeit are given over. Learning, Baruch Hashem, you know, with, with all the things that need to be metukin, but learning, there's real learning going on, and people get from it, and they grow from it, and so on. This year, in the sense, between the shmuzin, between a day like in Kippur, that also falls into place. Um, simcha, kemat, doesn't have a place to fall into place. It's not only the yeshiva's a problem, in the door. Um, it's, it's possible for a person to evoke Yira. A person speaks strongly, he, he tells over hair-jerking stories, he, he, he talks about the Gehenna, whatever it is, a good speaker evokes some form of Yira. And we have that, and people relate to that. Um, there are plenty of Shabbos, uh, of Meitshuva Droshes, and things like that, that are, that are to some degree effective in bringing in Yira. To bring in Simcha, we sort of, certainly in the Litvisha world, certainly in the non-Chassidish world, um, we sort of are at a loss. And it's, it's just like any tripod where you have a leg broken is not going to stand. The... Um, the, the, the Kuzari says Yiddishkeit builds itself on three emotions on Ava, on Yira, and on Simcha. And if Simcha is not there, a tripod can't stand on two feet. It just, it, it, it's, uh, it, it's unbalanced and doesn't go anyplace. Um, if Yiddishkeit is meant to stand on Simcha, then, and we don't have it, our kids don't see us enjoying Ruchnius. They see us um, committed to Ruchnius. They see us, um, if, we're, if we're good at it, they see us getting up and dabbling on time. They see us going to a Seder. 
even though we're tired and so on. Th that by a Ben Ali is there. But the sense of just, um, of just being happy with it, that I'm, I'm so happy. Um, I, I don't remember if I told of, didn't tell of, to make some mix, uh, just, uh, it comes to mind. I was reading a, um, a more modern um, writer of sorts. I mean, he wrote it in somewhere in the end of the 1800s, but uh, probably early 1900s. He, he wrote a description of Breslov. And the story is not, you know, it wasn't a, a hagiography. It was quite uh, with an with a interesting perspective on it. And that's why I say the person was not a chassid for sure, and possibly a, a more modern person. And he describes, he opens up, Breslov and were always extremely impoverished, extremely. They were the poorest of the poor. They were the nebs of the nebs. They, they were always kind of the, the mamish, the, uh, the outcasts. And he describes a shtetl, I don't remember which one, where it had a lot of different chassidus. And the, um, each one he describes its unique milus, the, the, the type of zmir is here, the type of this, type of that. Everything had its own yichud. And then he describes, he says, at the very end of the village, the most dilapidated house, the one that's barely, that's standing up alpines, there's a group of wrestlers see them there, describes how, by East European standards, the kids were bedraggled and they really, really, and he's sitting there, and he said, and, and the singing, and he said that somebody was saying over Torah from the Rebbe, and he was saying about a on Goyim that about these pastors of Torah to Musaulam, whatever it is, and so on and so forth. And there were two maskilim sitting there. And one snickered to the other. The only thing they're missing is to become global. They have everything already settled, and you know, Baruch Hashem, it's very established here. And like the global part of it is, is what's missing. Like that, that was the snicker. And then he describes how the evening wore on and, and, and the simcha with which people exuded in the dancing, the singing. And, and then at the end of it, one kid says to the other, if only everybody would know about this simcha, it would be so good, wouldn't it? And one in Maskilim nods and says, yes, it would be so good. The sense of having the simcha means the simcha of the ruchnias that we possess. Um, I was walking with a high school kid, Erevian Kippur, a young boy, and he told me, I was very, very amazed to see things, you know, it, it's, it's when you see it through somebody's perspective, the kid tells me, you know, it's so, I feel so bad for all the people around here. They don't even know it's the Yom Adin. It's like a normal Friday for them. There's not even, they don't know that there's a Yom Adin. Um, the sense that we have, we have so much. Um, go to a quote-unquote simcha of a guy, of, 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 of somebody who's not, uh, who doesn't have a world of Torah mitzvahs. So what's a simcha? You know, you get drunk, and you do crazy things until somebody gets hurt, and then it's over. There, there's nothing else there. It, it, it takes a person from a dag of being doimet Sodom to being doimet tzuras balchai. There's nothing there uplifting. It's, it's, it drains a person of, of life. It's, it's, it's a running away from, from something that's, from, from, from being a person. And if you think about it, we've been through 
standing 12 days. We start at 6 o'clock in the morning, and it's now almost 12 at night. And we sat, and we thought about ourselves, and we thought about a tachlis in life, and we thought about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and the Gados HaBayrein, every, everything with it. And, um, you know, and, and we, we didn't need food, we didn't need drink. Um, we were completely absorbed in a world that's ruchnius. And then when we finished it, we're sitting and learning and, and getting into the next mitzvah. Isn't it something, does anyone have what we have? If a child would feel that, it, even it's hard to sit and learn, but if you'd feel the happiness of somebody learning, he would want it. It, it would, it, it, the, the one thing that would attract is when somebody sees, if you see somebody davening geschmack, so it attracts you. You see somebody saying Pesukah de Zimra and, and, and with, with the Slavos, it, it turns you on because you can see that it becomes an extremely meaningful experience and so on. The leg of Simcha is probably the most crucial leg. In, in three legs, all, each one of them is crucial. But, but it's probably, it's the door doesn't have it. There's, no, there's nobody even can speak about it. You have cheap entertainment. You have um, Jewish rock stars. And that's not, it's hard to describe it as Simcha Shal Mitzvah. Um, and then you have Yira. That, 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 to some degree, does exist. But the idea of being together, learning how to express good feelings, feelings of, of, of having feelings of being proud, feelings of being, um, of, of, of having rechush that no one else has, that's um, rare for us. And that's why Motsi Yom Kippur is an extraordinary moment for it. We, 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 feel, we feel the ruchness that we've had, and now we can put, express it in song, express it in mood, express it in the different ways that it's expressed. Um, hopefully, um, this is a model that you can adapt in in Yom Tevim. Um, we're going to have a sukkah soon. If a person comes to a sukkah, if he did a little bit in Yonim of Yom Tev, if there's a misboning in it, it's a different feeling. There's a Simchas Yom Tev. Um, I was never I was never Talmud Chaim Berlin, American was, but I would um, I would go there every Yom Tev on all four just to feel Yom Tev. It was it was a setting that was it was so enjoyable and so uplifting, and to to, to feel that kedusha can be so uplifting, um, and, and just just the, the ruach of yontiv, the Torah of the yontiv, the, the zemer of the yontiv, everything like that. It's a very very it, it it's the critical piece, and when children see it, everyone here is always wor- wondering how we're going to raise our children to be. I, I heard it from a cousin of mine. Her name is Rebetzin Zaks. She was a daughter, a, a granddaughter of the Slavak Rosh Hashiva. She was five or six years old when the war broke out. And she and her sister were sent off to Goyim to raise them. And it was a few years that they were raised by Goyim. And when the war was over, it was hard for her to separate herself from her step, uh, foster parents and come back. Like for many other children, some the, the, the foster parents didn't want to let go, and some the children themselves. She said, you have to understand something. I left home when I was six, and now I was 10, and I had a different life. And there were devout Christians, her, and they took care of her, and they 
they meant well, and now she struggled with it. And she told me what I remembered was, and this is talking about the granddaughter of Slabotka Rosh Hashiva, the Isaac Shah's granddaughter. And she said, when we were little girls, we would stand on the bench, on the Nashim, and watch the Hakafah Simchas Torah. And that site was the site that haunted me and brought me back. Um, just th- th- that's, that's what a little child is able to pick up. Um, you pick up a mood, an emotion, and, and if I think if our door of children would see, would sense th- the enjoyment and the pleasure of Simcha Shal Mitzvah, Simcha Shal Yontif, Simcha Shabbos, and so on, they would, you know, it, they would have a Mashiach towards it that would bring them back to it. So it, I think of, of the things of the things that we try to convey in yeshiva, the one that is most fragile and so difficult to convey and doesn't, most of them not in, and it's hard to get everyone together at the right time and the right setting, and you need people to cooperate. If everyone comes with the anticipation of being uplifted, then everyone, just like Yom Kippur by davening, everyone reinforces everybody else's, and it's good. If a person drags along, it drags everyone down. So. It's it's this is not only besides the Indian of the of the of the of the Simchas Achag of Yom Kippur, I would um, wish it to be a model for what getting together and being besimcha can be. Yontiv Shabbos has a dimension that it can be done, and, and so on. Though so that's I guess the core of of of, of the Suda and so on. Between Shmi and Re'ia, um, Shmi'a is bit by bit. In other words, if someone tells me a story, each prat is toughest in itself. Ruvain went on this and this state, to this and this place, and he did this and this. Um, the oifi of, of, of Shmia is prat by prat by prat. That's the oifi of Shmia. The um, oifi of Re'ia is an entire picture in one shot. So a person looks at a picture. Sometimes it's difficult. Somebody tells me, look at this picture. And I look at it, and I'm baffled. I don't know. It's a picture. Don't you see this over here? Don't you see this over there? Don't you see the other thing over there? And the shmia is easier to follow with the mind because the, it, it's, it flows with first, second, third, fourth. It's structured. Sh- the nature of dibur and shmia is that it's structured, and that's why seichel is taifasit. The flip side is you don't have... Things that are the s- bigger than the sum of its parts have a very hard time coming through in Dibur. Prat one, Prat two, like a computer program, you know, where you, each Prat is point, 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 point. Um, there's no sense of that which is more than everything else. In Re'ia, because the Pratim are there as a cloud and as a Shlemus, a person can get a sense of the entire thing in one shot. And you can get a sense of that which is more than that. So if I tell you, okay, 
this and this happened, and this and this person shot, and this and this place, and this and this person was shot, and this and this, this. Fine, those are protim. When I see a picture, I say, oh my gosh, a carnage, a massacre. Th that, that sense of that word is a lot bigger than the protim. In, in Yonim of this world, in Yonim, Dibur, I gotta say this, works fine. They tell me the details. Ruven did this, Shemin did this, and so on and so forth. When you're talking about inyanim that come from the Kodesh HaKadoshim, why don't we sit down with the Kain Godel and ask him, what was it like to be in the Kodesh HaKadoshim? The answer is, there, there are no words that, there are not words that f serve to, to explain it, because it's not anything tangible that you can put Prat and Prat. It's the Mara of the Kain Godel the, that carried himself a Me'ain of the Mara of Kedusha inside the Kodesh Kedoshim gave us a sense of it. We, could ne we, we never get more than a sense of it. And a sense is never picked up through speaking. It's more just through observing, through absorbing. Um, Revolver, when he writes in Ali Shur about the, the lack of Shimush Tamir Chachamim and the lack of people having a personal Kesha into a Godel and so on and so forth, I, I think a lot of times about it. Um, it, to me, some of the people, Reb Nochem's Torah is available on many Mesechtes, and Dailam is Nene from it, and gets a lot from it, and it's fairly true to the Mokar, and so on. And all the things that he said, all these Sodas and so on, are the things that he said, yes. But the, the, the look, the, 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 the look in his eyes, the Chedvus of the, the Shmaitzah, of it learning escapes you. You, you, you don't, unless you saw the, 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 the Mara of Reb Nochem saying a shir, you're missing the whole chalik that's not the tangible part of the shir. You're missing what, what the Torah is. A person, I, I remember as a young child, I was there to see Baron Cutler once. He bought love in a sregim in a, like in a basement that was underneath our house. And my parents took me down for a bracha. I, I don't know, I must have been five probably at the age, five or six, because we moved afterwards. And what I remember is there was something about his person that was like fire. His, the look in his eyes, the determination, the, the, the reasons. It was like an, something like a There was something about it that left the impression of being somebody that was cool like fire. Um, this was a young boy. This is the impression that it had, and so on. The, um, the Mara of Rabbi Moshe Feinstein was the Mara of Anova Ni'imus Ruach, of, 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 of the Chain of, of, of Anova. Those are things that all the stories in the world don't give over, because stories are protim. And when you're looking for the, the Ruach Lekim, when you're looking for the Ruach Kotshoi, you're looking for something that it's, it's, the, it's what dwells when those Pratim are in place. When those stories are true, there's a Nova on the person. There's Eish Kodesh in the person's Neshama. And, you know, it's, so for us, it's, it's a lot of details. And, and the, the, the sense of, of a Kain Gadol coming out is only given over by Ria. And that's why... When we try to describe Kohen Gadol, we don't tell over what the Kohen Gadol told because there's nothing to say. 
didn't, didn't lend itself to be saying. The matter of the Kayin, we, we tried to reconstruct it with our minds, using the words as a paintbrush. Then you get a sense of it. And that's why this, it's important to develop that chush of, of being able to take what it says and paint a picture of it. And that's when you're able to get the sense of the, of the deeper parts of it. It's in Akpera of Rosh Hashanah, and it it has in itself, really in a sense, the teichin. Pasuk the two psukim Rosh Hashanah nearly avasayil maftich. Akadosh Baruch Hu appeared to us from a distance, and it expressed uh, an eternal love. And I will rebuild you again, Besulas Yisrael. Um, you're going to adorn yourself again, once again, with your drums. And you're going to break out in a dance. Um, the the, the Malyusa of Yom Kippur, the Kippur is this man, the Chshivas of the Baal Tshuva. Vis a vis the Tzari Gomer is in Yom Kippur. Shalom, shalom, arochay for lakorev. Kaidem rochay for lakorev. When a person is close to somebody else, and the closeness is a product of the environment, of the physical closeness, of the need for each other, and so on, that is real. But it's just a snapshot. All you see is the Kirva now. We're in the same class, we're in the same society, we're, we're whatever it is. Um, the test for Avas Oilam is when you become distance and you still yearn for something. When, you, when the relationship not only became distance in, in terms of physical distance, but it broke for a while. You broke off from the other person. And and you still miss the other person, that's a sign of a depth of relationship that has in itself the Avas Olam. Um, the word Olam is dashed both from Lashon Helam and Olam, and it's the same. In other words, the Ava, the, the Ava, ava Rabbo, as Baltanya is Mechalik and Ava Rabbo and Avas Olam, in his Lashonis, this is a, a, a theme that's expressed a lot of times in Tanya, in Ismamarim. Um, Avirab is a gushing um, external Ava, but the, the quality of that Ava is that it's not permanent. Um, the Abbas Olam, if there's a permanent Ava, it's the part where the person is not aware of it. It's the part that's recessed in his conscience. And it comes out when he's distant and when he's been distanced. Um, emotionally and so on and so forth. The that the person that the person who had distanced himself yearns to come back again is a sign that much deeper in him lies the Nakud of Mishikh and so on. Um, it's one of the things that with, with the old Dar, I still remember in you know, Israel the tail end of the generation of the people who had broken away Biyat Chazaka from Yiddishkeit and became very left-wing. 
And there would be all sorts of strange things. There was a, a person who was the head of one of the left-wing kibbutz movements. He would come every Friday night to Slanima, to the Slanima Shul, stand outside by window, and sit through Kabbalah Shabbos, listen to Kabbalah Shabbos. Didn't dare walk in. He was embarrassed. They, they were embarrassed and whatever it was. But he couldn't tear himself away from it. The, the, the level at which um, Ava and Yira was impressed on a lower le- on, 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 on a deeper level w- was by far greater than in our door. It, it was burnt into a child in, in, a, in a way that even when he rebelled against it and he broke away from it, he still would come back to it. Yom Kippur is the yontiv that um, it's the yontiv of the people that were rochik and then became karev. And on the one hand, they missed out the years, the months, the time, the tkufa of being close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. You missed that. On the other hand, you say to yourself, you know, it was a lot deeper in me than I thought it was. Um, and it it's, it means if if even after being distance, and every every person from delay, every person that he's not been there, that he's been distance, it, it's a reawakening, not only to start again, but a person realizes how deep it's him and how much it's inside him, and and that's the sense of the pasuk. The the um, it, it's called she's called B'sulas Yisrael because. A psula is somebody that's waiting for somebody. She, she's shame of Pesach for somebody. She's been waiting. I, I've distanced myself from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but I'm still, but that's what I'm attached to, even if I have distance. That's why there's Aftar HaKadosh Baruch Hu will rebuild again Knesset Yisrael, the psula Yisrael. You want to help me? I wanted to add two more nakudas about it that we haven't spoken before. The nigging is Elgin Asegis Radity. I heard it as an old Breslov nigging. I later actually found it on a Vardika tape also. Um, and it's, it goes with a story how it was misgalgal. And then the story is an important part to something I, at the point I want to make. Um, the person who revived the nigging, who brought it to the attention, was uh, Chaim Shapiro, lived in Baltimore, person who had sort of made the rounds during the war from one favor from place to another one. Most of the time, he was in Russia in different camps and so on. And he said he had a pair of film with him. And one Shabbos, he was sent by the commander of his camp to deliver something, a package to an adjacent camp. And he was warned the password because they shot in Russia. They did the first thing. The Bruchma boy is shooting, and then the inquiry <laughs> is at the autopsy. But the, the shooting is, is first. So he went there, and um, sure enough, you know, he almost got shot. And he said the password. They let him in the mail, and he sees a yid overgrown with hair, huge mop of hair, in his head and his beard, sitting in a corner singing Zmiris, Askinu Sudasa. And he walks over and says, Shalom Aleichem, yid. And this person makes believe he didn't hear him. Then finally he started talking more, and, you know, and, and he finally the person's guard was down. And the person told him that he's a breast of a chassid. He's, he's in there for tens of years. I don't I remember how long he was sentenced. And he found out that Chaim Shapiro has a pair of film. 
and he went berserk, and he said, the first time in who knows how many years of Peir Tefillin, and it's Shabbos, it, it, tell me which barrack you're in. So he said, it's not Shaykh because I'm in the other camp. There's no way to go from camp to camp without being shot. He said, you're crazy. It's the f- first chance I have for Tefillin, who's how long? And good, he left, <coughs> and he went back to his own camp. At the break of dawn the next morning, all of a sudden he sees a, f- a familiar figure leaning over his bed and tugging at his covers. Where's the film? Where is it? And to a tremendous, uh, he, um, with tremendous raksas, he benched on the film. He explained to him that by the Russians, the reason why he looked so crazy was by the Russians, they considered madmen, certain types of madmen, like Rasputin and that type, as being sort of holy people, untouchables. There was a certain mystique. And the way in which he was able to get in the camp, like he was not in Michal Shabbos and so on, he, he was the camp um, mystique slash crazy slash whatever. And that was his place, and that's how he managed to get. And he came every day that Chaimshir was there, he came to put on film. So he, he said, as a schar, I'll teach you a breast of a nigan. The nigan is, uh, there's a Hebrew part and a Yiddish part. And at some point later, I, I, I would sing it stam because it's a, it's a very, very chaviv. It's very special to me. Um, Rabbi Kramer found Chazal that it's Nagea to Yom Kippurim, Motzim Kipp, actually. So definitely is, is Nibo Loyadamani, but it's a, it's a right nigan for it. The words are Elginais Egois Yuradati. Akadish Baruch came down to the orchard of nuts. Lirois Be'ibe Hanochal to see, to watch the things growing along the um, stream, because those things tend to grow quicker. Perch uh, Geffen has the, has the, have the grapes blossomed yet? Hey, or Remonim, have the Remonim opened up yet? Um, and then he, it, he stitches on a part of the next Pasuk, Le'yadati Nafshi Samasni. Then there's a refrain in Yiddish, the Mamot Mir Geshikt, my mother sent me Nisalach zu kleiben, to go and to collect the nuts. Vihoich is the boim, how tall is the tree? Vinidrik sein the kinder, kinderlach, how short are the kids? In other words, there's no way we could reach up there. Loyadati nafshi, we don't know ourselves. The nigging is very hauntingly appropriate for the person. If you were to tell somebody, any human being, that you could be incarcerated for tens of years in a, in a, in the end of the world, and still bear your Yiddishkeit, we would say, impossible task, not shaykh. A part of our Durs Nisoyen is the lack of believing yourself, the lack of understanding that you can do a lot more than you think you can. I always tell people, everyone wishes they could look into the future. If I were to, I was to speak to my wife, if we were to look back 35 years ago, 36 years ago, we were by the chuppah. If we were to see where the future would bring us and what it would bring, we'd say, you got to be kidding. This is not, it's not something we, we're capable of doing. It's not shayach. We're where, what? And a person has an awful lot to him, a lot more than he thinks he has. I, I, two things sort of struck me over the last year or two. I was at Chabad made a memorial shleishim for the two, for the shluchim that were sent that were killed in India, and they you know they had video footage of their shlichus time and so on. The PR work, 
and I was looking at it. And I was saying to myself, these were two kids, 22 years old, Israelis, they haven't been out of the country. At the age of 22, they picked themselves up and went off to India, to Bombay, and established, they had to find a few million dollars worth of funding. They had to establish from A to Z, from cashers to baking to milking to, 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 to cooking to, 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 sh to everything. I mean, literally, Eretz Lezirua, and when they were killed, I think they were 26 maybe, or 27, and you watch. I mean, a, a, a Bacha 22 today by us is, is still at the age when you, somebody has to do his laundry for him and, and you know, and sort of uh, <laughs> put together like the simple elements of life. I mean, if you ask us what can we do at 22, the answer is basically nothing. I mean, and, and two young children were, were thrust into it, and they ran a, a, a major, major operation. I mean, they, they would check a few hundred chickens a week, and the, 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 the wife would be directing the, a whole staff of Indian goyim cooking it, and, and guests, and people coming, and keeping tabs, and, 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 and you say to yourself, my gosh, where does it come from? And then you look at the 22-year-old who thinks he still needs some help with, you know, um, with crossing the street, basically. And you say to yourself, you don't know what you have in you. You, you don't begin to understand. Uh, Ravena Zechernvacha became Rav over here when he was 26. Um, myself and Reingold are both twice that age. And we get shyless and things. I mean, just in the last, less than a year, Ravena was involved some, but things landed. I shuddered. I said, there's no way. I, I, it's way too big for me to handle. I can't handle it. At the age of 26, he was handling a city that was not um, Rabboni-friendly in any sense of the word. It had its own agendas, its own issues, halachas from kashas to erevin to mikvis to tavelas to, 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 to medical things, to people dying, to people living, to, to people fighting, to everything. And at the age of 26, he, he, he you know, yes, he was accomplished on Chacham and very chosh and a lot of milas, but we don't even fathom. On, on the one hand, Baruch Hashem, we have, it's a door that has the luxury of being a child till the 30, 35. But, um, but sometimes you say to yourself, if the person would only know what he has in him, and, you know, the, 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 the kids look at the, the you know, Kodesh Baruch sent us down and we say, no way. I mean, the tree is so high, the kids are so little, and the, the reply is, lo yadati nafshi. It's a very, it, it's, it's extremely powerful, because there never was in, in, in Doris an age of such old youngsters, or such young older people, I don't know which one to say it, um, where we still are expected to, to be handled, and, uh, you know, we're still children, and a person doesn't begin to understand. And when, and when a difficult kufa comes, person begins to see in himself what a Kaddish Baruch Hu is megala to a person, a difficult kufa, is what he has in him. The, you didn't begin to understand. A Kaddish Baruch comes down and look, are, are things beginning to grow already? Is it blossoming? Is there some fruit? And the person says, uh, you know, you don't, you don't mean me. And a Kaddish Baruch Hu says, you don't begin to understand what you have. I'll ask whoever remembers the name to help. <coughs> 